Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Listen in as we journey to some of Italy's most beautiful places in the company of those who know them best, the families who grow grapes and make fabulous wines. Through their stories, we will learn not just about their wines, but also about their ways of life, the local and regional foods and specialities that pair naturally with their wines, and the most beautiful places to visit. We have a wonderful journey of discovery ahead of us, and I hope you will join me. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Today my guest is Giancarlo Gariglio, the editor of the annual and important Slow Wine Guide. He's also the coordinator for the Slow Wine Coalition and the organizer of the Sana Slow Wine Fair that will be taking place in Bologna from March 27th to March 29th. Buongiorno, Giancarlo. How are you today? Uh, very well, thanks. Uh, thanks, Mark. Good. So you're, you're joining me today from Bra, where you live. Bra, of course, is the home of Slow Food, uh, an organization you've been involved with for, for quite a long time. Uh, it's an organization I've supported for, for many years as well. But I'm, I'm aware that not all of our listeners know about slow food. So can you give us a little bit of a background, an explanation about what slow food is, how it was born, how it has grown and evolved, and what its aims are today? Uh, slow food was born in uh, 1986 in Italy, in, uh, in this small town, the, the name is uh, Bra in Piedmont, and um, was born here here uh, simply because the the founder is uh, it's come from uh, Bra is, was born in Bra and the name uh, is uh, Carlo Petrini and um, when uh, McDonald's opened in uh, Piazza di Spagna in Rome a flagship uh, store and and restaurant in uh, in Rome for the some Italian people was the enormous uh, things and uh, they decide to create a movement that uh, preserve and talk about the um, traditional food not only from Italy but also when uh, we are in US or in other part of the world we we talk about the the traditional food of uh, these countries so we, we try to, to preserve the traditional food and in, from the 2000 we create also a project, the name was Presidia, to save the, the food that um, is uh, in course of uh, disappear. So the, the traditional food, uh, some uh, seeds, uh, some uh, fruits, some uh, vegetables, some also different animals like uh, goat, uh, cow, pig, and uh, we try to to save this uh, this kind of, of um, food or uh, type of animals. And in 2000, and after in 2004, we create uh, an event. Uh, the name was Terra Madre. That is a reunion of uh, more than 5,000 food producers of all over the world and um, this um, big event uh, is uh, organized in uh, Turin that is uh, the, the capital of uh, Piedmont 
every two years. And um, this is uh, our most important event uh, for Slow Food. And we create also a network. The name of the network is the same of the event, so Terra Madre. And uh, we organized also some uh, another appointments uh, in other parts of the world, in Africa or in uh, Latin America or also in U.S. Yes, so so many activities, so many um, inspiring uh, things have been created. But it's fascinating that out of outrage, out of the outrage at fast food on the Spanish steps of Rome, uh, this immense and very important organization was born, really sitting around, almost around the kitchen table or perhaps around the dining table in the Osteria Boccondivino, which I've been to many times in Bra, to discuss why it is important to safeguard local food cultures and traditions. And really at the heart of slow food is this basic belief, isn't it, that the enjoyment of food is a fundamental human right for everybody. And we need to protect the foods that are traditional, the foods that are good. Yes, it's very, it's very important. And I think the, the most important thing is that uh, Slow Food is not uh, a movement against something, but uh, Slow Food proposes a different way to, to save and preserve the food, to, to give the right food uh, to every people. And uh, this is our uh, mission. It's not uh, a movement against McDonald's, but it's a movement that proposes something very simple, but um, quite revolutionary. Yes, it is revolutionary, and it's quite inspiring, especially when the Terra Madre communities come together from all over the world, from the developed world, but also from the developing world, slow food, finding a way with um, simultaneous translators on hand and people sharing networks of fishermen or or beekeepers or apple growers from around the world will discuss similar problems and, and find a way to uh, maintain traditional ways of life. So it's, I, f- I find slow food very inspiring, and I'm also fascinated to know how this whole philosophy of slow food, of supporting food that is good, that is clean, and that is fair, how this translates into the world of wine, which is where you've been involved with the slow wine with the and, and with the guides. Uh, yes, our guide was born um, only 12 years ago, and we decided to, to put the same words that uh, you told before, so good, clean, and fair with, uh, with the wines. So um, we declined uh, the, the same uh, words in the, to, to the wines uh, because, uh, for, uh, in our opinion, the quality is not only the quality of the taste. For sure, the wines are, have, uh, have, be, have to be very, very good and uh, also close to the terroir in which uh, they are produced. But it's not the, the only thing to, to declare the quality of a wine. Uh, for us, it's very important also the way in which uh, was grown the, the grapes. So we declare on our guide the method of produce uh, the, the, the grape 
and um, like uh, if the winery use um, herbicides, chemical herbicides or not, what kind of yeast they use. So we, we try to give a lot of information to our reader, to, to the people that buy our guide. And um, in our opinion, it's very important also the relationship between the winery and uh, the people that work in the, the fields. Uh, in the vineyard so also if they use uh, people that uh, they pay the right salary and uh, this is very important also another thing for us is very important to uh, the relationship between uh, the the winery and the people that live in the in the village close to the winery so in our opinion the quality is defined by uh, the three uh, words that um, we we told before: good, clean, and fair. And for this this reason, we create a, a manifesto with ten points, different points, uh, a manifesto of uh, the good, clean, and fair wine. And we presented this manifesto two years ago in Bologna, in during the summer start the. The, the first fair after the COVID pandemia. And um, we present in this, uh, in this moment the manifesto. And after uh, the presentation of the manifesto, we create a network. And the name of the network was uh, is uh, Slow Wine Coalition. Okay, so you're really taking those concepts of, of slow food, which lies at the heart of slow food, and bringing that into the whole world of wine, not just what is in the glass, but, but what it represents, supporting, for example, the use of preserving biodiversity with native grape varieties, making wines that are clean with minimal use of sulfites, for example, or uh, using indigenous yeasts rather than cultured yeasts. And then the fair side, of course, as you say, the importance of of wine in the local economy, of paying people a fair wage and uh, of supporting communities. So it's a quite an all-embracing concept uh, and I think a very important one. It's too easy to look at wine simply as something that's in the glass. The guidebook itself, Slow Wine, I know that Slow Food originally was co-published uh, with Gambaro Rosso, the Vini d'Italia guide with its famous Tre Bicchieri rating to the best wines. And what I particularly like about slow wine is the chiocciola symbol, the snail, the symbol of slow food, which is a coveted accolade, is coveted as a tre bicchiere for the producers that really represent the soul of, of slow food. Tell us a little bit about this accolade, the chiocciola, the snail. Yes, well, the, the snail is uh, the symbol of our movement, and so we decide to give uh, this symbol to the winery that, uh, in our opinion, they they work uh, in the in the best way, both in the vineyard and uh, both in the in the cellar, um, for the reason that you told before. So, for our in our opinion, it's not important only what we can find in the glass. But uh, we try to, first of all, to visit every year, every uh, winery that uh, we decided to review. It's a, 
a long uh, uh, job, but it's the only way to know better uh, the way in which the wineries work uh, during all the process that uh, we, uh, all the process to to produce the the wine that. Uh, we can find in the glass. So we have uh, a lot of collaborators that uh, visit and they are mapping all the, the region of Italy. And from uh, 2017, we decided also to create a, a guide in Slovenia, that is a small country on the border of Friuli Venezia Giulia. And uh, in 2018, we, we create uh, the, the guide in California and after Oregon, Finger Lakes, and uh, Washington State. And uh, the last, uh, the two last guides that we created uh, are in Macedonia, that's a small uh, uh, country in the east part of uh, Europe. And uh, the last uh, that uh, we will present uh, in uh, Bologna in March, at the end of the March, during the Slow Wine Fair, uh, it will be the guide uh, about uh, China wines. Wow, gosh, you have really expanded the publishing side of slow wine. I'm really impressed to hear that. It must have been a very arduous and busy time for you. Yes, but uh, it's very, for me, it's very, it's very nice. It's um, like um, a dream that uh, is possible to to make uh, real. Yeah. Because uh, to, to create uh, also a, a guide in China, for me, it's very strange, but it's very important because uh, uh, nobody in, or a few few people in the west side of the world know something about uh, the China wines. And uh, there are a lot, a lot of wineries, more than 1,600 wineries in China. And we decide to create very small um, selection because, uh, yeah, it's not easy to map all the China. Sure, yeah. It's not easy also to, to find what we can try to, to find in the wineries uh, in a lot of uh, different uh, wineries in China because uh, also for the slow wine China, we decide to put... Uh, our ideas, so the good, clean, and fair, also for the this this kind of guide, and uh, yeah, and for this reason, the selection in for the first edition is not so big, it's like uh, forty wineries uh, review. Okay, well, it's really interesting to be talking about uh, slow foods values of good, clean, and fair at the same time of this. In the past two decades, we've seen this green revolution in winemaking that seems to be gaining strength considerably year on and year uh, with more and more producers choosing to become either certified organic or simply to follow more natural rhythms with minimal intervention. And I'm, I'm sure you're finding that more and more producers are going down this path. Is that the case? For example, what percentage of producers in the current slow wine guide I Italy would you say follow something of this approach whether or not certified well we we saw in last uh, 12 years we, we start uh, with a percentage of uh, I think um, no more than 15 percent of certificated uh, wineries at the beginning and now we are up at 
than uh, 50%. So it's growing a lot, the number. And um, if we see, if, you, if we consider the, um, the wineries that uh, we gave uh, some awards, there are more than 70, 80% of certificated wineries. So uh, in our guide, we, we have a lot of certificated wineries. And we try also to inform the wineries to, to take the certification because um, for us it's very important to, that the number continue growing because uh, it's not easy because they change a lot, also some rules uh, for the use of uh, copper in, uh, in Europe. And uh, now it's, it's more difficult than uh, three years ago to, to make the biologic uh, production in, in Italy and Europe because uh, you have to use no more than four kilos of copper uh, every year. The copper sulfide. Yeah, in the vineyard, no more than four kilos per hectare. So it's a, num- a European uh, number, but uh, to understand how now is difficult for the vigneron to, to make the, the biologic now in uh, in Europe but we try to 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 inform the produ- the producer to take this kind of uh, way well let's look at the Sana Slove wine fair that will be taking place in Bologna at the end of this month from Sunday March 27th until Tuesday March 29th you're one of the organizers tell us what will be happening for us is the most important event organized by Slow Food in the history with the wines, because we organize uh, Terra Madre, Salone Gusto, cheese, uh, slow fish. Uh, but uh, in, in the wine, this is the, the most important uh, event that uh, never organized by, by Slow Food. Because um, in Bologna, there will be more than 500 wineries from 18 count- different countries, uh, the the more percentage is from Italy because also thanks to the COVID it's not so easy to take uh, some wineries from the other countries but uh, we have also a lot of different countries from uh, Latin America from uh, US from Eastern Europe uh, yeah it's um, a big event and it's not a simple fair because we decide to organize an event similar to Terra Madre to match uh, the part of the fair so the people and the producer that uh, they can... Uh, learn from each other? Yeah, they learn from each other, but they, they can meet uh, some professional trade people. and to. But there are also other parts that uh, we organize, like a free conference, the Slow Wine Arena, in which the, the people can uh, meet uh, each other, the, the producer can meet uh, each other and talk about, uh, like Terra Madre, to some problems, some uh, goals, some mission of the, some different way to, to produce the wines, uh, some different method in the vineyard. So it's a fair, but it's also a meeting between the producer and uh, the three different protagonist of our network because our network is not a network created only by the producer but we think that uh, our goal is to to match producer 
wine lovers and also the the people that are in the wine industry. So three different subjects together to with the goal to promote the wine good, clean and fair. Only with these three subjects we can uh, we can promote and a different way to produce the wines. Okay, so uh, just to be clear on that, uh, it's both for the trade, for professional to professional, but also for consumers, for wine lovers to come and taste and discover this range of, of wines made in a more natural way. Is, is it open to the public then? Yes, it's open on Sunday and on uh, Monday and Tuesday are open only to the wine industry. So we can to involve all the free subjects, but uh, on, on, only on Sunday for the, the wine lovers. Okay, so wine lovers should head to Bologna on Sunday, March the 27th. I'm interested in you know, the fact that consumer tastes have changed just as winemaking has changed. And people, I find, um, are more and more interested in trying wines made in a more natural way, much more so than even, say, 10 years ago, when people were maybe a little bit suspicious of so-called natural wines made with minimal sulfites, for example. Have you found that, that consumer tastes have changed? Yes, they changed a lot uh, in uh, in this last, uh, I think, uh, more than 10 years, because it the beginning, I start to, to work uh, with Zero Food in 2000. And um, yeah, in 2002, 2004, I, I saw the, the first difference in, uh, in the judgment of the wines, also between the journalists. And uh, after this uh, first uh, beginning in uh, 2004, 2005, also some wine lovers start to taste uh, different uh, wines and uh, to uh, to try to find also different wines and so at the beginning there are not too much uh, natural wines so wines produced with not so man- manipulated in uh, in the cellar but um, yeah we, we we see a lot of uh, growing uh, that, that this mo- movement grow a lot in the, in the last uh, 10 years Yes, I think so. And I think it's only going to get stronger and stronger. It seems uh, that this, you know, people really want to get back to a more basic way of winemaking without chemistry in the cellars and chemicals in the vineyard. So I'm sure that, uh, and also I'm really delighted to hear how the publishing side is expanding. You're expanding your reach to highlight this type of winemaking, this type of approach to wine, uh, not just in Italy, but in uh, around the world. So I'm looking forward to seeing some of these guides and indeed to get visiting some of the places that you have visited. Giancarlo, it's been a really fascinating discussion with you this morning. I think it's a very important, this link between slow food, its ideals, uh, and um, it's it's perhaps easy to understand that in relation to artisan foods, but now we have a much better understanding of slow food and slow wine, um, which is uh, very important and very enjoyable. These are wines that are good to drink. They taste good. So uh, I'm really glad we've been able to share our conversation and I look forward to meeting. Unfortunately, 
I can't be in Bologna this year, but I'll look forward to meeting you on another occasion. Thank you very much for being my guest today. Thanks a lot, Mark. I appreciate also a lot uh, your interview. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Grazie. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Please remember to like, share and subscribe right here or wherever you get your pods. Likewise, you can visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Until next time, chin chin. I'm Joy Livingston, and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love, and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production, and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests, and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.